Okay, vitals seem okay. Machine's been off for about an hour now, so I think we'll be okay. I'm just gonna relief, release the clamps from the eyes now. Ugh! Uh, what's happening? Uh. Okay, E3's over. We just, uh -huh. we just... It's time to unplug you from... E there's a world outside of E3. There is a world outside of E3. E it's not just video game responses. It's... All I've seen for a week is video games. Y yes. It's just video games. Y yep. Oh, God. Welcome back to the real world. Oh, it's so bright and... Mm. Oh, I'm, mm, it looks weird. It does. The frame rate's much higher than you might be used to. Yeah. Oh gosh, the resolution. Oh, the resolution's so high. And such, such, such shadows. Yup, the shadows are pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's pollen out here. I don't like it. <laughs> no, unfortunately, we couldn't do anything about that. Also, we gave you your COVID second COVID jab while you were oh. in, so hope oh, you didn't feel any side effects during. I'm guessing that would have been Bethesda. Oh, oh God! Would that be? Would that be when everything got weird? Okay, yeah, that was when all okay. the shaking probably started. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm not sure I can do with life on the outside. Oh no, we've institutionalised you. <laughs> um, here's a rerun, rerun of 2016 C3. Oh. <sighs> we'll have to keep monitoring this one, Doctor. Strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Dale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnet. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's a podcast. It's what we do when I'm not plugged into E3 for a week with no escape. There's no way out. I there was is no way out. Trapped in the E3 mines. You were trapped in the E3 mines. Mining for video game news. Mining for video game news. Subjecting myself to trailers like like my eyes had been pried open and mm. I was forced to watch them. Mmm, tasty. Tasty, tasty trailers. Um, no, no. How are you doing this week? Um, <laughs> um, my holidays ended. Oh no, so real life has returned. Back to the, the full-on 76-hour weeks. Oops. Rather than just the nice 40-hour weeks I had during my time <laughs> off. Um, yeah, it's been alright, you know. Yeah. I got some things done. I, last night managed to get a whole episode of Polyarmory out. Ooh. That's already available for people who subscribe. Well, I mean, for anyone who's listening to this now who doesn't give me £10 a month on Patreon, <laughs> it's also already up. But that's not the point. Time travel is weird. Time travel. We're recording this on the Wednesday morning because I was still in E3 Purgatory on Tuesday night, which is what And we I sent record. you to bed because yeah. you looked like you were going to die. I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I streamed 80 hours this month, which is considerably more than I usually do. I, I, I basically doubled my monthly streaming uh, time in a week. It was a lot. And still did all the other things. It's like 25 hours? No, 80 hours. There we go. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's nearly tripling. Or about, yeah, about tripling. I did too many things. Busy times. Yeah. Should we talk about video games we Let's played? Let's talk about video games, because you haven't just had 80 hours of talking about video games. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of hours watching video games, surprisingly few playing. Yeah, I suspect um, the played is going to be a sh much shorter episode. This yeah. Part of the episode this uh, we, we did try and play that Final Fantasy VII Remake DLC, and <laughs> getting that installed was we a We played installing the Final Fantasy VII Remake Yeah, DLC. so we had the disc on... The PS4 disc in the PS5, we had to put that in, install the full 90 gig game, make space for it, then download the PS5 update, which was another 90 gigs that had to be downloaded while the disc was in, then delete the PS4 version, then download the DLC update, and also have the PS5 downstairs to upload the save data so that the PS5 could download it. PS4 we downstairs. PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, it was not an easy process. We, yeah, we... it was. It was basically a day of watching the the um, watching the loading screen and hearing yeah. that slightly ethereal, slightly yeah. uh, sinister music. It was like, oh, we've got like five hours before the E three conferences. We'll have time to play yeah, this. Just pop this on. Fuck no. 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 <laughs> no. Um. So I didn't get to play that, but we'll probably have played it, or at least some of it, by the time we do the next episode of this. Um, one thing I did get to play that was Final Fantasy related, though, uh, was the demo for 
Final Fantasy Origin, hmm. which is a game being made by Square Enix, Koei Tecmo, the Dynasty Warriors people, oh, heck. and Team Ninja, who make like flashy character action games. They oh. made the terrible Metroid Other M. Was that? Oh. Um, <laughs> mechanically very good, but occasionally a bit not the best with women sometimes. Um, but all of them have come together to create, um, the way it was pitched when it leaked a little bit before E3 was, um, Final Fantasy Dark Souls. Final Fantasy 1 remade as a Dark Souls game, and I think that's a fair way to describe it, although for people who struggle with the difficulty of a Dark Souls, this is a Dark Souls with difficulty modes. I know, right, right? Um, no losing your uh, level up experience when you die. Oh wow! Um, and nice and more frequent checkpointing. Ooh. But mechanically, it's still a very difficult uh, do do tough combat, make your way through kind of game. But just with some stamina based combat. Uh, well, sort of. Okay. So attacking and dodging don't take any kind of stamina. Right. The only thing that takes stamina is blocking. And um, you have multiple different kinds of blocks you can use. So there is, is rolling in count in that. Uh, uh, no, you can roll for free. Okay. Um, so you've got a physical block, right. which is you use your weapon to block. Uh, it blocks one hundred percent of physical damage taken. Uh -huh. But if the attack that you're being hit with has any kind of magical component, that will still do chip damage to you. Okay. Um, physical blocking takes up less of your stamina stamina bar than the other kind we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, you also have something called the Soul Shield, which is basically kind of like a magic parry. Uh, you can't, like, hold it up to block, but if you do it at the time that an attack is hitting, both the physical and magic components of the attack will do no damage, you'll get an opening to do a counter-attack, and you'll get a slightly bigger magic gauge. Yeah. Um, so, like, that is the better one to do, but it takes more stamina to do, it's more, sort of, uh, precise on the timing. Basically, those are your two, your two defensive options. Um, you've got multiple classes, like in a Final Fantasy game, and you can have two of them loaded up at any time, and with a press of the triangle button, in real time, hop between them. Mm -hmm. So you'd be like, oh, I'll have, um... Warrior and uh, Black Mage selected, so I can be like, ah, I'm doing my big two two hit uh, two sword hit attacks. Um, then I'll dodge backwards, back away, swap to Mage, start throwing some spells out. Um, it's it's a really fun combat system. Mm. Um, you've got your light fast attacks like you do in Dark Souls, mapped to R one. R two is specials, and that varies depending on your class. For your big warrior, it is. Do a big charged up hit that takes longer but does a lot more damage. Um, for your mage, it is your spell casting button. It uses up your magic meter to do magic. Um, I like that it is never possible to be stuck without the ability to do, to do magic as a mage. Because if you hold down the casting button, it will slowly recharge your MP. But you won't be able to dodge at the same time. You won't be able to... Basically, you're a little more vulnerable, but you can build your magic back up so that you can cast more spells. Mm. Um, or it'll recharge when you do, like, melee attacks with your little knife you've got as the mage. Um, there is a really good variety of playstyles supported. Uh, there is a really good variety of um, equipment that you can get that changes your appearance. Um, appearance... Uh, the, the gear you have equipped varies depending on which build you're using. So if you've got, say, the warrior and the mage, like, set to swap between, you can have your warrior armor that's good for being a warrior that's got high physical defense because you're going to be in there quite close. And then you've got, like, okay, I swapped to mage, it automatically swaps you to your mage armor you've set up that has maybe better magic defense because you're going to be backing away. Um, and it sort of swaps those with a single button press, which is really nice. Um, it is a really mechanically nice Souls game. It is one of the better attempts at making a Souls game I have seen, um, which shouldn't be surprising. It's made by the team who made Neo, which is one of the better souls Eve games out there. Mm -hmm. um, the main thing I will warn people is it is very aesthetically dark. It is very sort of just not very colourful at all. 
okay. Um, not very co- not very colourful. Everything's a bit grim and drab. Um, and it's a little overly angsty. Ooh. Um, the protagonists are, and maybe this will be different in the full okay, game, but the in, early this, <laughs> in this demo, the protagonist trio have no personalities other than we are, we, we are grim, grim teenage, uh, grim boys, grim lads. What, you know, that you, you sort of expect them to, to walk into a cutscene wearing like My Chemical Romance shirts, um, but also with big swords. It's, it's. It's that energy that they're constantly talking about um, having to defeat chaos in the sort of terms that, like, oh, what's that terrible fanfiction? My Immortal? Oh, my. They, they sound a little bit like the male equivalent of trying to write My Immortal as a fanfiction. Um, like, they're a bit cheesily written teenage angst bullshit, but I don't really care because they're fun to play. Um, you have two other party members. You don't seem to be able to in this demo command them to do things, they sort of act on their own and they're a bit useless. I do wonder if this game is meant to be a co-op game, like if it's going to have co-op support for other people to play your other party members, because right now the party members are kind of useless. Um, Anytime they got knocked down, I was like, do I want to use one of my very few healing items to revive them? Or do I just let them be dead and save that for me? Because I'm going to have a much better chance here if I just don't bother bringing them back. Fuck them, I win. Yeah, yeah. It's... I'm going to get much more done if I use that healing item, so stay down, friend. Um, but yeah, it's a really fun... It's Final Fantasy Dark Souls. And like the, the trailer shown off during E3 was kind of crap, but the game itself is really fun. Well done. <laughs> yeah, they they did not sell this game well with the demo, but having played it, I, I'm really into it. Oh. What about you? What have you played this week? I've played one game this week. That's all I've had time for. What was the game? It's my Durin Dialation game. <laughs> I've been playing um, Torchlight 3, because it's, it's on Game Pass, and <laughs> I played the first two. Don't remember anything about what happened in the in the first two. I remember enjoying Torchlight 2 enough that I com- like completed it and immediately went for a new game plus. Ooh. And then about two chapters in went, eh, I'm bored now, bye. And never thought about it again. <laughs> There's a couple of times where I've been like, oh, I wouldn't mind trying the original Diablo. Which I had on PS1 and just didn't get. Yeah. But there's no way I'm giving money to Activision Blizzard. Yeah. Um... So like, oh, Torchlight 3 is available as an option. I'll 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 have a look at that. And if 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 the plot of this is anything, or, or my my absorption of the plot of this is anything like the plot of the first two, I can understand why I don't know anything about the first two. <laughs> don't remember. Not really taking any of it in. Don't really care. It's fine. I'm here for flashy lights and click on things to kill. Click click on hordes of things to kill and 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 get better weapons. And and make flashier and have more poison spiders that yeah. I can basically summon. play an MMO without having to deal with other people. Yeah, it's basically much. a single player MMO. Yeah, I think that's why I liked. Um, uh, what was the re-reckoning? Oh, Kingdoms of Manmala. Yes, yes. Why I like the original Kings of or Kingdoms of Manmala. I've not played the re-reckoning version. Um, like I love the like. Oh, I get to do all the bear asses and and go and talk to people and do <laughs> things. And that there's too many quests to do, so I just pick and choose what I want and yeah. actually roleplay as opposed to going, I must do everything. <laughs> um, because I think, you could be wrong, I think that one had like, oh, you're over-leveled to do this quest, so you can't do it. Yeah. Which was quite nice. It's like, okay, okay I can just pick and choose and do things Yeah. Um, as opposed to what I usually do. It's like, one must 100%. So yeah, any anything like that where I can kind of MMO without having to talk to other human beings. Yeah. Because I've tried to get into War, World of Warcraft as well, and that's... Nope. Yeah. Lovely scenery, I like the scenery. I'm enjoying the, 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 the style of graphics. I do not wish to be shouted at by a 12-year-old. <laughs> or, or be told I must engage in combat. Or am I a real girl? <laughs> You're a female avatar. <laughs> There's no real girls on the internet. 
You're not gonna meet them acting like that again. <laughs> yeah, what about you? You played other things. Um, I started playing one uh, demo that I want to get back to. I need to make more time for it. I will probably play more of it today. Mm. Um, I started playing the demo for Tunic. Uh, which is adorable little fox with a sword going on a Zelda adventure. Um, it's it's basically top down Zelda game, but with a dodge roll, so that the combat can be a little more a little more uh, difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very fun, very adorable, very charming. Little ch- little challenging, but not like ridiculously so so far. Um, I won't put more time into that demo, but there is like a new demo that came out during E three, and I'm having fun with it. I won't put more time into it. Uh, the thing I've put a bit more time into this week is I started playing a game on Switch called Umurangi Generation. Um, so all I knew about this game going in was it was a sort of PS1 visuals cyberpunky game about photography. Um, uh-huh. And I will say up front, tutorial, pretty fucking shit. Like, it does not do a good job of explaining to you what the mechanics of the game are and how the game works and what what you can do and what you should be doing. Oops. Um, but basically, it starts off pretty light on plot. You are dropped into little sandbox environments. You're given a little list of things to try and photograph in a single photo. And it might be like, okay, photograph seven birds. And it's like, okay, I can see seven birds, but where can I find a position where I can get all of them in one shot? Mm-hmm. Uh, it might ask you to find a word written somewhere and you'll have to look like, zoom in with your camera and be like, uh, does that say that? No, that says something different. Find the thing to take photos of. Um, it is a neat little game that as you go further into it, um, sure seems to have some plot happening. Um, yeah. So like, you know, and you, you start off, you're like, oh, this is a, this is a good game about like, you know, photography with like, the ability to change your focal length and your exposures and a lot of good camera controls. This is very good. Oh, suddenly I'm learning about um I'm I'm assuming New Zealand or some kind of island small island nation completely walled off from the world after maybe an alien invasion of parasites has ended up there and exploring the world through the lens of some bored teens shut off from the world and feeling a bit depressed about the the possibility of the world continuing um feeling that whole oh god oh oh god lo- where is life going malaise um dealing with topics like military occupation and uh colonialization Ooh, um, light lighthearted stuff then yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one one minute you're like, oh, I'm just taking some photos with some friends on the roof. I wonder what those walls over there are about. Um, oops, oops. That's 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 a military base. We're gonna go hang out near and, and... a hostile occupying force. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, it feels it feels like an interesting game to play at the tail end of a pandemic when we've been sort of locked down Mm. and life has felt very small. Mm -hmm. But also, if you are the kind of person who sometimes ruminates about, oh oh, oh god, how much longer does this planet have left if humanity keeps being like this? Weak or so? I think probably. So, yeah, I really recommend a Morangi Generation. I don't want to say much more else about it, but just like, it's a weird, interesting little game. Push through its poorly explained tutorial and have Fun, have an interesting, fascinating time. Yeah. What about you? Are you playing anything else? Nope, that's it. Oh, well then, time for this. The summer's here. The sun is beating down. It's times like this when a body can get more warm than is comfortable. Especially in the last 18 months when perhaps you've had a chance to get a body that is more comfortable. Hi, I'm here to tell you about the natural antiperspirant for underboobs, thighs, and just anywhere that might be a bit overlappy and, 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 and just unpleasant. We even do a little strip that runs right down your spine to stop just all of that nastiness. When you know how it gets when the water just, it's right in the back of your spine and that's, that's no fun for anyone. Putting on weight can be pretty punishing. So why not enjoy the summer with a natural antiperspirant? It's an antiperspirant for everyone. Mmm. Feel the dryness. 
You live in the UK? I do. You suddenly find that your house that's uh, mainly designed to keep as much warmth in as possible is almost unbearable. It, I'm living in an oven. It's a heat trap. That's right. Well, try the latest new technology. The Nakey House. What does it do? Well, in winter it wraps up nice and warm, keeps you all good and safe. But in summer it peels away that layer, takes away the winter wardrobe, and gets Nicky. <laughs> It lets all the fresh air through. This entirely removable layer means that your house can be full of fresh air and nice, cooling breezes. The roof is entirely mirrored, meaning that none of the heat can get right down into the house. So you'll be cool all day long. Nikki House. It's the easiest way to keep as much heat off as possible. So, <gasps> what have you put in your eyes? Your poor, slightly... Hey, fevery eyes. E3. 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 E3 is all that has been in my eyes. I need to look up what I saw in E3. I don't remember what I saw in E3. I've been it's watching. blocked out now. Uh, best games of E3. What were the cool things that were in E3? I don't remember. Nothing. Oh, Metroid Dread exists and is real, and that's a game that I remember reading about in magazines when I was 11 as like the cool new next Metroid game that's coming, and it's going to be really cool and very exciting. And. Like, look, I, I don't know how much of that game is still the game that I was advertised when I was 11, but my inner 11-year-old went, Oh my god, it's that thing with the very angsty-sounding name I was very excited about, like, nearly 20 years ago. Ah! And I got very excited about that. See, I haven't been particularly excited about it. I, I don't know, there's something about the graphics that is just not working for me. I I really like the, the, the visual style of it. It looks real nice. Yeah, um, but... I think my favourite thing about it so far has been watching Arlo's reaction to it. <laughs> yes. The Nintendo I Am Dead and Nintendo yeah. Killed Me video. It's I mean, so pure. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think I think the people who had the sort of response that, that I had and that Arlo had is very much mm. rooted in... Metroid Dread is one of those projects where, like, Metroid Fusion is a fantastic game. It is a wonderful game. It is one of the best 2D, 2D Metroid games ever made. It is, I would argue, probably the best one ever made. Um... And this was, like, just after that game came out, they were like, we're making a sequel, and we're making the next one. It was sort of pitched very, um, very much like Majora's Mask mm -hmm. for the Metroid series. It was the, we're going to take this in a, like, slightly spookier, scarier, weirder kind of direction. Um, and it, it, it was part of a leak back in, like, 2004 of a bunch of... <laughs> Well, <laughs> did Nintendo do the Nintendo thing of going, oh, it's leaked, well, fuck you! I, not this time. <laughs> but, like, it was part of a leak that I believe IGN put out that, like, every game on that leak came out within uh, within 18 months, okay. except for Metroid Dread. Um, and from what I understand from some little bits of interview discussion on Nintendo Treehouse yesterday, it's not that they cancelled and were like, oh, fuck this. Um... They've tried to make this game like three different times and every time it just hasn't come together to the quality level they've wanted it mm -hmm. to and they've 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 reshelved the project. Um the reason it's finally happening is uh a couple of years ago at E3, um a small external team was brought on by Nintendo to try and make a 3DS remake of Metroid 2, and Nintendo was so happy with the exceptional quality of that that port, they were like we love what you've done with this. We love the new mechanics you've brought to it. We love how you captured the feel and the tone and how you've modernised it. Can you try and make Metroid Dread for us? Here's the game we've wanted to make for 20 years. Mm. How would you go about it? And apparently Nintendo straight away was like, you're, you're doing the oh, thing... You get it. <laughs> you're doing the thing that we've tried and failed for 20 years to do. Please make this game for us. Aww. Um, And the, the Metroid remake, remake on 3DS was... Fantastic! It was really great. I'm very, I'm feeling very positive about this. Um, it seems like it's going to have a few more um things taken from uh, Alien Isolation, perhaps. Uh -huh. In that you're going to have some persistent stalking enemies that you have ways of avoiding their detection, but they are a persistent, very deadly threat stalking the facility you're in. A nemesis, if you will. Yeah, you got a little bit of, of nemesis-y stuff going on, and then you might have to be like, okay, uh, that that particular... Multiple different nemeses. You might be like, okay, that's the one where I have to stay like deadly still and quiet. Uh, this is the one where I have to be invisible when it comes past. And like different things you've got to have different ways of avoiding. Mm. Um, 
I'm real intrigued by it, and Ooh. I'm excited. Also, Breath of the Wild 2 got a trailer, and uh, this, I have so many questions having watched that trailer. Time, time, a lot of the pa new powers seem to be to do with time travel, and that leads to plot-related questions. Mm. There's lots of like, ah, I can make that boulder roll back uphill and hit things, or I can... It's either an anti-gravity power, or maybe you're undoing a fall you did to fly upwards? Is... But also being water? Yeah, there's like a water droplet f f going backwards out of a puddle, which is why I think it's time manipulation, maybe? Okay. Um, and Link's got weird... Uh, Symbols all over his arm, oh. and is that uh, I'm? Is that the arm that was holding down Ganon, or uh, it, is that one of Ganon's arms? It looks an awful lot like it, and also it seems Which like one? different equipable arms might be a thing. Oh, okay. Link has a has an arm that shoots fire at one point. It looks like. Um, also, there's two very distinctly different Link models used in this trailer, and people are theorizing: do, Are there two Links? Is this two Links from different time periods? Have another timeline split. It, it it seems like maybe there is long there is long haired not tied back weird arm different like magical weird arm link mm -hmm. and looks a lot more like Breath of the Wild Link. Also, there's a lot of stuff with floating platforms in the air, but also yes. in some of the gameplay shots on the ground where Link has the Breath of the Wild hairstyle, there are clear shots of the sky and no floating platforms. So maybe two time periods, maybe could be. It's Apparently Nintendo knows the name of this, but they won't talk about it yet because it will tell you what the game is about, and it's like, mm, you got, you're hiding something, Nintendo. It's a breath of fresh air. Go outside, that's the new Breath, breath of, of the, the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you saw this trailer. I saw this. Did you have any thoughts on it? <laughs> I was hoping it would be more underground. Yeah, I, I've seen I've seen theories that what one thing they're hiding is that... Um, because we keep seeing shots of of Zelda falling underground, mm -hmm. is that the un there may be underground sections that Zelda plays, and that it may be you've got Sky Link, Ground Link, and Underground Zelda as your three things going on. I just hope we get some proper sized dungeons. Yeah, that's all I want. I really? want I want a dungeon. Give me a dungeon. Give me a give me a Zelda dungeon. The, the thing that makes me um unsure about what we've seen so far from this is that like one thing I th like I and a lot of other people have been saying that they wanted from a Breath of the Wild sequel or any future Zeldas was yeah. can we please get back to big chonky dungeons again yeah like I get that with the Divine Beast it was like hey we want to make it look like it would fit inside yes. the Divine Beast I agree with you I don't like the Divine Beasts as dungeons I want proper oh, Zelda dungeons I think they're dungeons. brilliant and I think yeah. they're, they're cool and intricate but I want I, something a bit more I, gritty I, I don't want them to be the only kind of Zelda dungeons we ever get again yes um yeah so next month skyward sword comes 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 out on on switch um oh that is a game of chonky dungeons it is a game where essentially the entire game is chonky dungeons there <laughs> is no even the overworld bits where you're not in a dungeon that's that's just more chonky dungeon happening right there i remember starting it and and i had it for a while and i i, I think i started it twice the things that the thing that got me the first time was I did the thing where I put it down, walked away one day, and then just forgot. Yeah. And the second time was, oh, I can't deal with being told what a green rupee is every time I turn this fucking game well, back on. I, I would imagine that's not going to be the case this time, and you'll have me here to be like, hey, we should play Skyward Sword some more. I I think this will be the time. We'll, we'll get you through it. <laughs> we'll get you through this one. <laughs> you can do it. Uh, also, they showed off Forza Horizon 5 gameplay, and... I really like the Forza Horizon games. It looks shiny. Yeah, the, the, it's just put put nice music on and drive a car around a very a very shiny place. You can make it pretty arcadey if you don't like sim games of just like draw a line on the road where I should go to not crash and let me rewind if I fuck up and let me do the very fast car very fast. Will there be new Lego levels? I uh, the they, have, they have not confirmed, but I <laughs> cross my fingers because those Lego levels are great. Um... <laughs> I haven't played Forza Horizon 4, but it's like, nah, so Lego levels, that was fun. Uh, the level logos, Lego levels are very good. Yeah. Um, there's a trailer for Elden Ring. That sure looks like a Dark Souls. Wasn't that the point? Yeah, it's made by the Dark Souls people. It sure looks like, an, like a Dark Souls. You can ride a horse this time. Mm -hmm. 
George R. R. Martin apparently did something. You wrote some some words, maybe. He wrote some words. Not the ones people are really hoping for, but... No, 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 no never going to finish writing those fucking books, but he's got time to write a Dark Souls. I understand it. Like, you write this huge fantasy campaign for your D&D group, yeah. and then you've got to finish it, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, what if I just do something else? Yeah. Um... Uh, Square Enix showed off a single player No microtransactions, no any of that Just single player Guardians of the Galaxy game Yeah that looked pretty cool It looked really fun It's got, uh, the sense of humour in it seemed real fun I Uh, like that they didn't go with the movie versions of the characters Yep, uh, it's got some good use of licensed music Mm -hmm. uh, And it seems like Yeah, fuck streaming that game Uh, Yeah, um it's got a style a style meter for how well you're doing in combat, and it seems like the better you do in combat, the more it kicks in 70s and 80s rock and pop. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm here for that. Mm. Um, what else was shown off? There's a new WarioWare game. There is. I've money. never played a WarioWare game, but <sighs> I'm told they're pretty fun. They're, they're, they're silly, ridiculous fun, and this one seems to have multiplayer, and I'm very excited about I'm that. I'm very up for co-streaming multiplayer. I'm very up very for that. That, that. that seems like a fun, silly time. People in chat seem to think that was a fun idea, so... I'm... yeah. Very up for that. Uh, there's a cool-looking point-and-click adventure game called Harold Halibut, um, and the, the I would recommend people go check out the trailer. It's got a fascinating visual style in that... They've physically crafted all of the environments and models out of, like, claymation and physical craft uh, materials for the Mm -hmm. environments, Um, scanned them into a computer, and then hooked them up to motion capture. So they've got this slightly uncanny... It's somewhere between traditional stop motion and full motion frame rate on Mm. the characters. Um, It's a really interesting visual look that I, I can't do justice without saying just go just go look up the trailer. It looks really interesting. I'm um, I'm always a fan of games that look visually distinct. Mm-hmm. Um uh was there anything you saw in E3 that looked good to you? Um not really. That's fair. Wasn't, wasn't super fascinated by anything like so there's a couple more that I found that looked good. Um, mainly a lot of stuff from the Wholesome Direct, because as always, they, they had real cute little looking little stuff. Um, there's a game called Loddlenaut, where it's a little indie game Aww. about you going around under the ocean, clearing up pollution and trash and making the ocean healthy and safe and nice. I remember seeing that. It looked adorable. Yeah. Uh, a Little to the Left is a game about like just neatening things up and lining things up and having things organised and neatly organised. And that's... Very, very appealing to me. Um, there's also OFK, which seems very much in the vein of something like Sayonara Wild Hearts. Um, it is a very queer music, music-based narrative told over like a a couple of hours at most. Um, this is. There was a perfor- a virtual performance by them at the Game Awards last year that all of the virtual characters were wearing black Trans Lives Matter shirts, and that was like, oh, I'll pay attention to you. What do you want about? Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks real, real cute. Spirit Swap continues to look very cute. Ollie Ollie World is a very cute, cell shaded uh, skateboarding game that looks like it's going to be real easy to just get into a nice, nice flow with. Um. That was a lot of good stuff. Go watch the, the the wholesome direct. There was a lot of really cute looking stuff in there. Um, unpacking, just a game about unpacking boxes and moving someone into a home and working out where to put things. That looks very good for organizationally brain. I saw too many video games, but those are the ones I remember off the top of my head. Yay! Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about you? You see anything? <clears throat> Uh, I watched all of the Devolver conferences and then I watched the new one. Sorry, I watched all of the old ones twice and then <laughs> I watched the new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that new one sure was something. Right. I didn't have quite the spectacle of some of the other ones, but it did make me want a chili dog. <laughs> I, I, I will say this about this one. I feel like they had perhaps escalated their last narrative maybe as far as they yeah. could. And I feel like having somewhat of a reset so that they can build up again mm-hmm. is maybe not the worst idea in the world. Yeah, and I would, I think I would like to watch that video again, like, slowed down, because there is definitely some background elements. Yes, I have watched it a couple of times since already, and 
There is a lot that I missed upon first viewing. Yeah. It's definitely like, what is going on in that room with all the, like, warning tape over it? Yes. Um, <laughs> the more I rewatch this, the more I'm like, okay, it's maybe not as much of a pairing back of the narrative as it seems, and m- there is a lot of room for this to ramp up very intensely very quickly in future years. Yeah. I mean, it, it was fun as well. Like, some of the the long shots in that, especially where you've got, like... Moving between people and someone yes. juggling in the background, or one-handed juggling in the background, like, yeah, that was a difficult shot to set up. So from a cinematography point of view, I'm still very impressed. Yep, uh, I very much enjoyed the the quality of that one shot with the explo- the multiple explosions, which mm-hmm. they clearly didn't have a chance to retake, and they they nailed it on the first go. Yeah. Um, and the the punchline they ended it on was wonderful. Mm-hmm. It was. It it was beautiful. It was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, what a shitty dog. Yes, it was a very different year this year, but I I think I think they 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 made it work. I'm guessing more of them have been jabbed since last year. I, I last year there yeah. was like very few people on set. They were all very spaced out. Yes, and and obviously like in in the wind down of that, we got a lot of people in masks standing far apart doing thumbs up. <laughs> um, but like even that led to some. Quite interesting cinematography, like the shot yeah. you were talking about that you really liked of, um, is it Lydia? Yeah, Lydia? Lydia, where she's got her head turned to the side and she's taking up almost half the shot with her face. Yeah, she's sort of screaming into the camera and there's someone sort of standing sort of behind her and to the right. Yeah, and that like, is... Oh, it's a good shot. It's <laughs> such a good shot. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I did watch another thing. Yeah? I watched her titties. What? I've watched your titties. My titties? Uh, what is this bl- emblazoned across <gasps> you? You're wearing a Queer and Pleasant Strangers t-shirt. Yes, yes, I am. It just where... says Queer and Pleasant on it. Yeah, Queer and Pleasant titties. Where where could someone get one of these if they wanted Queer and Pleasant titties? Janiac.redbubble.com. Uh, it's available one specific me with dark lettering to wear on light t-shirts and one with light lettering to wear Ooh. on dark t-shirts. It's available on fucking everything, but I'm very happy with the badges. I think yeah. the badges look really good. Yay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I am I'm very happy with that how that turned out. This is the problem with printing T-shirts designed designed on the internet. You never know quite what they're gonna look like when they're finished. <laughs> this one looks very good. Like the the first generation um, wealth inequality solutions one is like mm, super happy with that turned out. But yeah, uh, I've I've amended it since. Um, but yeah, it's I'm very happy that that came out first time straight away. Also that I could find the Quirin Pleasant Strangers font. Because I had apparently lost my original download <laughs> of it. Uh, other things I watched, I watched a lot of bad E3 conferences. Everyone <laughs> has an E3 conference this year, and not everyone needs an E3 conference. Nope. Uh, there was the six-hour-long Indie Expo stream. Um, that started wrapping round on itself. Yeah, 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 it was a lot. Um, I watched about four hours of it before I, I exploded. Um, it... The problem was is that it was a Japanese stream that was being real time uh, translated uh, into English, but they at first didn't turn down the Japanese audio stream, so you had Japanese and English at the same volume talking over each other. It was which a bit of a struggle. Was a sensory fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. Uh, then the it became apparent that the English translators were not doing a terribly effective job of translating in real time, and were like paraphrasing on their own and making a lot of like misunderstanding games yeah there's that at some point someone was like oh return of the obra din that's like cluedo right um i mean there is a murder mystery a a lack of basic understanding of some very well-known indie games um don't get me wrong there's a lot of indie games yeah it's fair enough to like not know all of them no but but also Yeah, when you're hosting an indie stream, like there's certain titles where it's like, oh, oh, you should, mm, mm, you you really don't know the 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 industry you're talking about, huh? Yeah. Um. Also, it was fucking exhausting when they would do like, here's fifty games in th- in two minutes, and just fucking go 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 go. I don't know what I've seen in my eyes are now bleeding. Yeah, not enough time to process anything. Uh, the descriptions they were giving of games were terrible. <laughs> Um, I was just googling the names of games and reading the Steam descriptions and being able to provide better explanations of these games. 
than the people want. Why did stream? they not have that information available? Uh, I don't know. It was it was a palaver. It was a whole thing. Uh, Coke Media did a stream that was largely very dull, very boring interviews with people who didn't have games ready to talk about yet. Oops. Um, PC Game Show. I mean, it's only ninety minutes this time, which is something, and it was better paced, but it still had really fucking dull interviews that we ended up just muting and ad-libbing over. That was fun. Well, that was when you were starting to really wear down from all the E3. <laughs> there like, was a real sense of, I'm fucking done with this shit. My patience wore thin about the third time that I got shown a trailer in a different conference for both Chernobylite and uh, Jurassic, Jurassic World yeah. Evolution 2. Really lost my patience when back to back with the PC Gamer Show was the Future Games Show, run by the same company that ran the same two trailers for Chernobylite and fucking Jurassic World Evolution Two. I was like, not everyone needs. Game a... <laughs> oh yeah. So last year there was a game developer on the uh, the PC Gamer Show whose trailer they forgot to play, and they had to play it at the end of the live stream after the credits after everyone had already left. They really fucked this developer over. The game, Gloomwood, looks really interesting. It's like a little PS1 visual era. Uh, Bloodborne looks really fucking cool. So this person gets a slot and they cut him short and they stop him talking when his interesting looking game is on screen. So Gabe Newell can go, yeah, I come back on Wednesday for Steam. Bye. And it's like, just let me see this fucking game. It looks really cool. Let me see the cool game. Don't. Oh, don't, but now it's don't. a gimmick. No. We spent a year on this.com, wasn't it? Something yeah. Like I, I know that the developer was in on it, but as a viewer, no, fuck off. You didn't have to show me fucking Two Point Campus and Chernobylite and Jurassic Park again. You didn't have to show me those three. You could have shown me a trailer for fucking Gloomwood. You had one. Let me see Gloomwood, please. We uh, saw Two Point House, uh, Two Point uh, Campus. Yeah, that looks cool. I didn't need to see six or seven different trailers. Uh, no, sorry, the same trailer for it six or seven times over four days. I only saw it once, and I was like, eh, I guess I'm. Yeah. I think I'm less interested in the idea of uh, like a college campus than the Two Point Hospital. Yeah. Like, if they want to do a Two Point, um, like Two Point World theme park type thing. <gasps> Oh yeah, I would be very up for them to do that, but I, I think I'm just generally less interested in the whole idea of running a student campus. And I, don't get me wrong, I'm sure yeah. that team will make it fun as fuck. Yeah, because they're very talented. As someone who never went to university, I have no interest in a university campus simulator. Maybe that's it. And maybe yeah, maybe that's why I care less yeah. about this than a hospital. Honestly, that's that's all I've watched. It's just been all of the E3s. All of the E3s, all of the E3s. There were there were other cool things I saw. I will probably remember them in the coming days, but right now all I remember is the the mind-melting soup that is E3. <laughs> Video game! I watched a lot less of it than you, and I was still disappointed. Video game! Video game! Video game! Video game! Oh no! Well Video then! Blames. <laughs> well then! Time, time for Blidio Blames. Time for Blidio Blames. <laughs> <laughs> la, la, we got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, do you want to make sure that your online self is kept secure? I, I do. Safe, yeah, protect. That, that is important to me. Well, you know, the safest way to stay strong and procuring... Apparently, I forgot how to say words. Oh, wow. Well, if only there was a service that could help with that, but that's not what we're doing today. <laughs> no, uh, try Passforce. Oh, is this one of these passwordy doodads? They will generate a password that is almost infinitely long. Okay. Impossible to physically remember by a human brain. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they will store that on a little app on your phone, and, and it's, it's cross-platform, so you can oh, have it on as yeah. many... Okay. You basically, you, you pay for the th service, and it's it's everywhere, so you don't have to... You know, some of these services like, well, it works on your mobile, but you're going to have to buy another license if you want to use it oh. on a PC. <laughs> fuck you. Uh, no, this one carries everywhere with you. Mm, I am uh, mildly concerned though. What if I want to stop paying for the service? What will I? I don't know any of my passwords. Well, you'll be advised to change all your passwords at the time that you close it down. They 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 have a whole really nice thing where they're like they'll help you like detach from them as like as easy as possible. Like, hey, you don't want to use our service anymore? 
totally understand. If you want to be less secure, totally understand. Oh, That's no. not a problem. Oh no. We'll we'll help you pick like password one two three as your password. Oh no. Or or your cat's name and your date of birth. Oh no. <laughs> and uh, and 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 that will help you get your okay, password. Okay, I'll just keep paying them. Okay. Hey, you don't have to. There are other <laughs> services available. <laughs> but. Just remember what life was like in the old times. Oh. Or that one word you fixated on when you were about 17, and it's always that followed by some numbers. (laughs) (laughs) We know how passwords work. We know how passwords work. (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's passforce.lol.net and enter the code QNPS171 and you can get a whole 35% off on your first annual subscription. Oh god, I forgot the password that lets me get into the app with all my passwords on. Yeah, and you're going to need that password to get into your email to recover it? Oh. <laughs> well, I guess the old Laura has been completely lost. Digital Laura is gone now. Bye. Locked I'm away. starting a new life. <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Electronic Active Softworks. Hi. Hi. So, uh, E3... It's yeah. happening, it's been happening, it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, it happens every year. I I hope you don't mind. I've been I've been uh I, I, I had a bit of a strategy this year and I, I sort of uh, just just ran with it. I didn't right, uh, bring it to right. the boardroom first. I I I, I want to run it past you. Hope hope this is all right. Right. So, we need people to know about our games, right? Yep. We need people to positively think about our games. Yeah. So, you know, the great way to do that get our trailer played in an E3 press conference, you know. Mm-hmm. So I thought, what better than that? How, how better to get the get the word out there? I thought, you know, saturation. Get people to just see the thing enough times that they just inherently know it and can never forget it. Right, okay, so, so it's, like, it's like subliminal, but uh, very overt. Yeah, like you're really like drilling it into not, their Not heads. subliminal, like superliminal. We did superliminal advertising. Right. So right. I got our advert played in literally every conference. Right. Only once? Oh, uh, every single conference, we did get it played twice in the PC gaming show. Nice. Because, nice. you know, we we, 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 we we got them to make a little skit about it. Be like, oh, we accidentally played the wrong thing twice. Oh, what's that? Uh-oh. Oh, what a shame. Uh, you know, I thought, you know, that's that's a way to start getting super saturation. But I had I had more plans. Uh, I also ran to, uh, interviews with myself after every time the trailer played. Same interview, me being wonderful, telling them how good the game is in a very sincere manner. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know a lot about games. We work in the industry, right? I mean, so, I uh, know that the game sells. Selling and, is important. I mean, I think I sound sincere when I say I would like you to buy the game because that would make us money. I mean, that is the most sincere thing I've ever heard you say. Exactly. So, um... You know, I've not gone on and checked the uh, the the internet yet, but I feel like we aced this E3. You are a fucking genius. I know. I will, however, check the. Oh, fuck! I did great. Don't don't look. So, what have you put in your ears? Not a lot, other than like E three sounds of E three. The sounds of E three. The 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 sounds of we're waiting for a conference to start. Music, um, lots and lots of world exclusive. Lots of that in my ears. Um, I think I listened to like one song that was pretty interesting this week. It's a track called "The Man with the Skeleton Arms." You got skeleton arms by Two K T O U space K A Y. It is a Fast-paced acoustic guitar narrative ballad about a skeletal revenge tale. I'm going to summarise the story here. Um, some people in, in the Wild West start a fire for fun and oops, it spreads and that's bad, is bad. They go out and check the aftermath and there is a man in the fire and they're like, oh shit, better help him. They try and help him up and they actually take all the skin off of his arms. Now he's the man with the skeleton arms and he wants to do the same to them, but in reverse as revenge. Mm. He wants to remove all of their skin except for the arms. So now, oh no, there's a man he means to do us harm. He's the man with the skeleton arms. Yep. <laughs> that sure is a track we listen to. That sure is a track. I had a very fun time listening to this Bizarre storytelling nonsense. Oh, well, you know. It, it was catchy. I yeah. found myself this morning being like, 
The man's to do a song is the man with the skeleton of It's eyes. yeah, it's got that real Western music. Um I mean music from Western, not music from the West. Yes. <laughs> music from like a, a western a Western film this could fit in the background yeah. of. A, a song about the the terrible the guess. terrible new person who's rolled into town on his horse, except he's got skeleton arms and he's here for revenge. <laughs> yeah, and that real slightly um, gallopy beat in a few places. Yeah, it's it's a fun. Yeah. It, it is fun if you like story told through music. I do. Yeah, I do. What have you listened to this week? I've listened to a lot of glitch up. Um, yeah. Uh, defunct Banjo Banjo Bu's original mix. Uh, Proto Star and Draper Chrysalis. Uh, Audio Weapon Rewind. Uh, Avenza Molten MA remix. Uh, f- uh, free release. Yay! Yeah. Uh, K9. That's K A Y N E I N. Uh, a track called Two K Fifteen. That's got lots of random um vine uh samples in the background. Uh, KV Nine Las Vegas. Mind Invaders Genesis, Protostar and uh, Mandoril, uh, Ruxa, uh, STFU uh, and Quince, uh, Subset, and I think, oh no, uh, listen to some melodic dubstep as well, uh, Night Tricks and Fluidity, uh, Exclusion Remix. Mm. Uh, yeah, there you go, that's, that's pretty much my list of of tracks. Go listen to them if you want some glitch hop and apparently some melodic dubstep. Yeah. <laughs> Have you listened to anything else? No, it's just E3. I caught up on some podcasts. I caught up with some uh, some some uh, podquisitions. I think it was about yeah. two behind. I did I did listen to the Sayonara Wild Heart soundtrack when I was walking back from getting my second vaccine jab on, on the other day. Uh, I was walking home in the sunshine and it was just upbeat, very gay music to walk home to. And you sent me a bit of music to listen to that day. Yeah, was but... that Metric International? Yeah. I think it's, it's called International. It's a good upbeat bit of I'm outside in the sun music. Internationally wide world all over. Yeah. I also listened to a bit of The Empty Bowl because I needed something that wasn't the video game industry that I didn't really need to pay attention to that could just... Soothing breakfast sounds. Play softly in my ears. I listened to someone... Very calmly talk about the the merits of a square cereal bowl, a or, cereal bowl. Yeah, or having cereal in like one of those uh, serving dishes where it's it's much wider but flatter, and and what that does to uh, the the ability to have a consistent level of crunch versus sog on your cereal. No. Rather than like ah, the stuff at the top is a lot crunchier and the stuff at the bottom is a lot soggier. I like it that way though. It means that you get this perfect layer in the middle. And as you go through, more of the stuff in the top can fall down without going too soggy too quickly. Well, see, that that is that is an argument that was also made on the episode, but for some, they prefer just like I a guess very... it depends what cereal you're eating. Exactly. <laughs> but... If you've got like a Captain Crunch, you need to be soggying that as soon as possible. Yeah. So I I I listen to some people ramble on about cereal because that's the only new information I could I could bring myself to consume that wasn't video games. Hmm. That's everything I've listened to. Well then. Time for this. Hi, welcome to the Positivity phone line. Uh, could I get your opinion on trans people? Um, uh, I, I, I think trans people are great and worthy of respect and should be able to self-ID and not be made scapegoats. I think that's because ultimately you're a good person. <gasps> And you deserve good things. And I hope that you, oh. you, you're having a good day. Yeah. And, you know, if... It's okay if you're struggling a bit, getting back into the world as, as things is, are now and opening up. And don't worry, you know, good things will happen to you because you are a good person Aww. and you deserve nice things. I hope that, you know, your skin is, is looking good and clear today. Mm. I hope that the air you breathe is fresh and clear. Uh, I hope that you live in a healthy and happy society. That's that's lovely. That's that's just what I needed to hear well, today. Thank you, Fonline. You're line. good and you deserve that. Oh, thank you. Hello, phone line. Hello. Hello. Yes, just before we start, if I could uh, get your opinion on trans people, please. Oh, rapists. Okay, well, I'm going to need you to fuck all the way off. Thank you for calling. Wait, wait. Hello, nice things, phone line. Hi. Can I, just before we start, if just get your opinion on trans people, please? Oh, I think they're lovely. Oh, that's because I think you're lovely. Oh. You're a good person. Your hair is looking amazing right now, and uh, I just... 
just hope the sun shines on you, but in a nice way, not too hot. I hope that you have like a nice gentle breeze and that, that, you know, everything just works out for you. And, you know, maybe treat yourself to a little muffin. Ah, just a nice little muffin. Oh, thank you, phone line. That's just what I needed to hear. That's okay. I hope your day is full of joy and sprinkles. Nice things, phone line. For nice things, for nice people. But if you're a cunt, you can fuck off. (laughs) What's going on? Oh, oh, hey! What's going on? Hey, hey, don't worry, don't... Uh, alert! Don't, don't, don't alert. panic, don't panic, hey, 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 immune system. Hello! I know it's been a while. It's been a while. You've had a very quiet year. Yeah, it's been lovely, there were masks and hand washing and staying away from people and things. Yeah, and staying inside with all the windows shut. Mm. That was, yeah, so... Don't let the corona in. Yeah, yeah, so we're, we're going back outside. We, uh, It's okay, we've been having the injections for the, the, the corona, it's not going to get us. It's I didn't like those initially, but we've got got used to it now. We got used to them. Yeah. Okay, well, one thing we do seem to be having trouble with still, and I need to talk you through, yeah. is pollen. Yes. Yeah. It's attacking. It, it, the it, trees are attacking. It, it harmlessly is existing everywhere around us. No, it's not harmless. It's attacking <laughs> personal offence to my bodiness. No, it's, it's... I must keep you safe. It's, it's just the plants. It's okay. I can I can live with a little bit of tree in me. It's no, okay. you can't. It's danger forever. What if a tree grows out of you? Didn't you hear about <laughs> swallowing apple pips? This could be like that. You could have a... a, 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 a you could have a beech tree growing out of your eye. That's not or how... Or a dandelion growing out of no, your nose. That's not how this works. That's you not... don't know that! I do. There are millions of people all around the world who breathe in pollen every day. Some and... of them have dandelion eyes. <laughs> None of them have dandelion eyes. They might have dandelion eyes if you don't know. <laughs> Some plants are very good at, at disguising things. There's a plant that smells like a dead body. Do you want to smell like a dead body? That could be coming out of... Uh, growing between your toes. Look. Look, look. I mean, your feet do smell a bit. That could be... That could be the, the corpse plant growing between your toes. We... Alert! No, nothing is... Look, we've lived all of our lives perfectly fine. We have... Remember those tablets? Only because remember I'm those... on high alert. No. Remember those tablets we take that stop you... That make you calm down a bit? Little bit. Yeah. Only yeah. for the afternoon. But yeah. by evening, I'll be back. Yeah, well, you know, you did, remember last year we did all right. You, you, Flush the eyes. I, I know you've not been used to it for a Flush while, but it's eyes. not going to hurt you. It's all okay. Flush it's, the eyes, protect from the dandelion. Look, look, if it helps you think about it this way, mm-hmm. you're taking part in a plant orgy. It's just a fun little plant orgy. Orgies are fun, right? Flush the eyes! <laughs> Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors? Yeah. All right, Larry. All right, Barry. How you doing? Uh, a bit warm, mate. Yeah. Yes. You all right? Yeah, same. Bit, bit humid, bit overwarmed. It's getting there. Yeah, I heard you had your second jab, mate. Had my second jab. I'm counting down the weeks now. It's coming up soon. Coming nope. up soon. Not far behind you, mate. I've uh, just been told that uh, due to a uh, recent update on the uh, British guidelines that actually I can move my uh, second jab forward by three weeks. Oh, so, wait, uh, you're going to be, what, like a couple of weeks behind me, maybe? Yeah, I think middle, middle of July. I think I'll be uh, ready for that fucking oh, hug, mate. Oh, lovely. We are, oh, God. Within a month or so, we're going to be, oh, that would be so good. I'm ready. I'm ready. My body is ready. I'm ready as well. Well, almost. My body, body is slightly prepared. <laughs> it's, it's getting as ready as it can be. Yeah, mate, definitely. You, um, well, you've you been up to much. Oh, uh, you know, I've been, I've been thinking about on, on that topic of bodies being ready. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about going back outside. Yeah, going, out, going outside again and uh, everything that's, that entails. It's been, I've been thinking about my body and how that's changed during lockdown, you know. Yeah. Been a lot of not being so active and uh, food and food and drink being being things to do inside, which has not been great for me. Yeah, body. you know, it's 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 been a lot of comfort eating and a yeah. lot of not a lot of exercise. Exactly, when you can't go like you can't can't go swimming, can't do roller skating, can't go. You know, and the thing that that's on hand is. F- f- food is a nice treat for me while I have to spend a year inside. Not great for the body. Not great for the body. Not no. great for the body. You know and. Um, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the body I have. It may not be where I want it to be, but it's also like I'm not, you know, I'm not upset about it. But uh, it got me thinking about uh, 
about about size and uh, particularly about the importance of uh, people not fat shaming each other, just generally, but also uh, yeah. how that's going to be a particularly present uh, topic, uh, probably as we start getting out of lockdown. I think. Yeah, well, as we start getting out of lockdown, as you say, and I think as as a lot of businesses are starting to return to their like their normal offices, I think that you know is probably going to see more of a thing. There's, there's going to be a lot of people who haven't seen people that, uh, people they know very well, haven't seen them in in you know over a year and suddenly see them again and their bodies might have changed a bit yeah and uh you know i think you know generally generally speaking don't don't fat shame let, let people have the bodies they have absolutely um you know what what you can see from someone's exterior tells you nothing about the uh, it doesn't tell you how they eat doesn't tell you their level of exercise it does not tell you their overall health you or know. how struggle they are exactly you know Exactly, like you know, fuck, fuck those people who are like, oh, you, you know, I don't care that you're fat. It's because you're unhealthy. It's like you don't know what someone's you actual level that. of health is. You know, admittedly, my case, not great either way. No, but, no, but you know, they, they, they can't, they can't tell that from the from the fat though. Exactly. I think the, the prime example that a lot of people will will look to is is someone like Lizzo, who yeah. you know fucking belts out tunes for dancing, several hours dancing, dancing around away. on stage sprinting around you know sprinting yeah. around like fuck me I don't think most of you could dance in heels while singing uh, you know for, exactly. for that length of time yeah she's a great example of someone can be very energetic and exercisey and you know and have a larger frame exactly exactly so you know particularly for like look we're all going to see each other post-pandemic and we're all going to know. We're all going to oh. see each other and go, oh, yeah, that's the pandemic. Wait, just don't fucking bring it up. Everyone knows it. We all know it. Just let it be. We got through a very traumatic year and if a lot of us did so by not exercising very much and eating more than we probably should, we got through it. Probably best not to mention it. I don't, I don't, it's a shame that we don't live in a society where we can't sort of celebrate that. Exactly, oh, exactly. Oh, it's been a long time since I hugged you and here you are. Softer and more cuddly, and 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 I'm very, very. I'm enjoying that. the extra, the extra cuddle cushion. Yeah, I'm enjoying that. Uh, there is a softness and strokeability that I enjoy. It's good. Exactly. Well exactly. done. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you want to enjoy those aspects when we get to finally have that hug again, I yes, will not. Mate. I will not judge you for enjoying the additional softness I put on my. Additional hug. softness, softness, good. Yeah, like exactly. Some, I think that's one thing you could say about the fact that I have put on weight. I've been like, but. It is nice to squidge a bit. I mean, I imagine I'm you are going to be soft. very good to hug. I'm very soft. <laughs> and I, I like that about myself. And, and, you know, you can celebrate that. And, you know, I'm very much looking forward to, in the coming months, once we can get free, to, to you know, getting out and doing more exercise. But I don't think that's necessarily going to change my eating habits much because it's one of the few things I really enjoy. Exactly. I've, as I've always said, I would rather put on, you know, some weight that I don't ideally want. Um, and be able to just not stress about food than to, you know, get that weight gone, but to be constantly feeling like I'm having to watch food. Food is a source of joy for me. And yeah. fuck it, if I put a bit if I put a bit of weight on in order to be able to, you know, in enjoy food guilt free, fuck it. That's we only get one life. I would rather put a bit of weight on and have a have more fun with food. Well exactly, you know, the planet might completely burn, we might run out of oxygen, who knows what billionaires will do to yeah. us in the, in the next ten I years. Might as well try and enjoy just a little bit of life while exactly. we've got it. I, I, I think it's a worthwhile trade-off to, you know, get to have that bit of good, rich, decadent chocolate cake, even oh. if, you know, got got a bit of an overlap going on on my mm. stomach. But you know what? I can, I can live with I can live with a bit of a tum. I can yeah. I can do with mate like risking being for, uh, mistaken for pregnant. <laughs> I, I was very happily mistaken for pregnant just the other day. Actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. This is my food, baby. <laughs> yeah. First slug, mate. First slug. <sighs> well, I think I'm going to go and have a cold shower, mate, because it's already very <laughs> sticky. Exactly. Not even uh, one o'clock. Counting down the week till that, 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 that physical hug, though. Yeah, oh, definitely, mate. Soon. Yeah. So, Laura. Yes. Where can we find you on the internet? Laura K. Buzz everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Patreon. That's the one that pays the bills. Uh, I Twitch stream Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays at 10pm UK, 5pm Eastern, 2pm Pacific now that E3 is out of the way and I have a normal schedule again. Um, 
You can find me every Friday on YouTube uh, uploading episodes of Accessibility, which is a series about accessibility and representation in the games industry. Um, I've got books. The big one is Gender Euphoria. That's out now. It's about non-cis people telling their real-life positive gender-affirming stories. Jane's in it. I'm in it. Lots of other people are in it. All the reviews have been real positive. It's a good mm-hmm. book. You should check it out. Check it out. Uh, there's also podcasts. Pixel Squirt. That's about video game porn. Uh, but I was going to say Queer and Pleasant Strangers Which you're listening to yeah. now Podquisition, we tell you whether your favourite video games are great or perfect uh, Dice Funk, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast I'm on seasons 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 and 8 You can jump into whichever season you like They're all their own little stories I'm also on another show with you that isn't this one, Jane That's Polyamory, it's a D&D 5th edition real play podcast with questionable morals A new episode went up uh, yesterday at the time if you're listening to this on Sunday, when it goes up publicly, it's available. It actually, it was available yesterday for everyone who's early access as well. So there you go. Yesterday applies. <clears throat> Words, brain. Uh, yeah. Uh, mysterious things are happening. You've you've left the 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 city of steam, and uh, you're heading northwards. And oh no, something has happened. <gasps> I love how dramatic this. Let next mini art got because a lot happens. <laughs> a lot happened. <laughs> I had a lot of fun being just the, the most fucked up DM ever. Being a gremlin. I was a gremlin. <laughs> Every DM gets one arc where they get to be a gremlin. Just an absolute gremlin. What's this? Oh, everything's gone wrong. Yay! But no one's dead. That's the important thing. As long no as spoilers. we survive to tell the tale. Will you? Mm, find Ooh. out find out soon. <laughs> um I all of my links can be found at streamerlinks.com slash Janiac. That's J-A-N-E-I-A-C. My important ones are start, uh, are that. It's got there. Uh, we've got a Facebook group, we've got a YouTube channel. I've got two SoundClouds, one for my bedroom programmer music. There are two new tracks that went up last week. Yeah. Uh, you can listen to them. I had a lot of fun making those. One of them is a sort of ambient, and the other one is a bit more like housey, I guess. Yeah, kind of house They're music. Both good. They're both real good. I've decided to stop trying to force myself into genres and going. I can't write in this, and now I'm sad and just making music and hoping yeah. for the best. Does this sound good? Yeah, that'll do. Okay, go go for it. Um, <laughs> uh, we've got new T-shirts. As I said, those there is a, a quick link over there on my streamer links, but it's also geniac.redbubble.com. If you want to get any of those, um, Stone Monkey Radio on Patreon. That's the one that pays my bills. As I've mentioned earlier, $10 a month uh, Patreons get early access to Queer and Pleasant Strangers and Polyarmory uh, and, and and any other podcasts I happen to edit that I think of. Uh, I think that's pretty much everything, Laura. <gasps> Will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger. Be a stranger.